Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This summer, click into cordless power with Memorial Day savings at the Home Depot. Tackle more than half an acre of grass with the convenience and gas-like power of the Ryobi 40-volt battery-powered mower. And keep your flower beds looking fresh with the 40-volt cordless string trimmer. Then clear leaves and debris with the 40-volt leaf blower. No cords, no gas, no hassle. Click into Memorial Day savings happening now at the Home Depot and on homedepot.com. How doers get more done. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. All right, everybody. Good evening as we're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Did you know that 15 minutes could save you 15% or more in car insurance? What do you got to do? Visit Geico.com for a free rate. Quote, he's Aaron Torres. I'm Arnie Spanier. What a great Saturday night right here on Fox Sports Radio. How you doing, Aaron? Arnie, I'm doing all right. I will be honest, though, was driving around today listening to our good friend Steve Hartman, Brady Papanga, yeah. goes to commercial break, and who do I hear? The stinking genius. I almost drove off the road. I, I wasn't ready uh, for you before 8 p.m. Pacific. It's a, it's a lot to handle you during the daylight hours, what, I must what say. Was I, what was I doing on the, on the radio? What was, uh, was it True Car? Oh, Does that True sound Car, like something yeah. you'd be into? Yeah. I think oh, it was yeah, True yeah. Car Absolutely. or Carl's Absolutely. Jr. I can't remember. I you got so many endorsements. all the cars they give me, too. I, I do. Uh, <laughs> I say, you got more endorsements than LeBron James, so I oh, can't yeah. keep up it, with you. It's all over the place. Hey, that was almost wow. me when I heard Arnie. That was almost me when I heard Arnie today. Um, you know, I, I just want to go ahead and start with this because I know we got a busy show today. But uh, you know, sometimes I don't get a chance to answer all our fans or all my fans, I should say. So I I got a private message. I don't want to say who it was from, but I, it was kind of an interesting note. So I thought we'd start off with this. It says here, okay. uh, Arnie, when I was forced to have only radio. And, and I read that, I'm like, wow, he must be pretty poor. Only has radio, didn't have TV. I, I feel bad for the guy. But then if you continue to read, and I sent you the text there, Aaron. It says here, when I was forced to have only radio, uh, parentheses, jail, 
Uh, you're surely the most entertaining host. Uh, you just need more material. You're just short on material. Uh, well, first of all, I, I don't know if you know this, Aaron. I am number one among prisoners. I am the, the number one show. Uh, Are you, pri- really? you didn't know that. that I, that's a fact. I did not know that. How have you uh, tabulated that? Do you, get a, you have a lot of pen pals. Uh, you have a lot of pen pals behind bars. Oh, it's 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 completely scientific. Why are you playing that? First of all, do not get our one uh, special listener upset. Could you not do that? All right. Uh, yeah, I know we're number one. It's special, scientific, and all that. Uh, two, I, I don't know what he means, like more material. Like I'm a comedian or something? Yeah. Like I'm, I'm here to be telling jokes or something? I'm not, not sure where he means I, I need more material. I was going to say a little too much Arizona Wildcats, a little too wow. much Steve Kerr. We need a wow. new bit. We need a new bit, Too Arnie. much Steve Kerr? There's never too much Steve Kerr. There's Look, too much there's, Steve Kerr considering you haven't talked to him in 30 years. Yes, there's too much Steve Kerr. There's, there's never too much of two things. What's that? Cowbell and Steve Kerr. What is wrong? Uh, you don't know what that what means. What about Arnie Spaniel? Of course I you know. know. Will Ferrell. Okay. Well, I, I, had to, I thought that was pretty funny. Give me something. I'm here all week long. Well, give, uh, give me something on that one. That oh, was is funny. That, is that your new material? Are you testing it out on air? You know, you're supposed to test it out before you come on air. That's how this thing works. Well, I, I just want to tell the, the, the gentleman uh, who was in jail. Now, I'm glad you're out. Uh, I, I'm assuming he's out, right? I, he I, I think he's got like a burner phone. He snuck a phone into you, jail just you, to correspond with you. Raider Ryan, when, when you were in jail, did you have a, a burner phone? or First of all, that's not my mistake. Name. Why did I bring you into the conversation? That's my mistake. I'm more curious as to how he snuck the phone in. Oh, would you see? I knew that. <laughs> I knew. I knew. I should not have gone to you. Unbel- I knew better yeah, you than you opened that can of worms, Arnie. I did, and I said to myself, I even said, to, no, I said to Ryan, I go, please, before you comment, wait three seconds before you say anything, would you? I just want to tell our listener, uh, yes, sir. And if you don't like the way I do the show, you're more than welcome to come out to Los Angeles and meet me. I'm a th- young 30-something. What kind of car do you drive, Aaron? Wow. I, see, wow. I, could, have, I could have sworn you lived in Vermont, Arnie. No, 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 the, but I'm in L.A. You, a lot, too. Come meet me after the show. You, you got exiled for, for two years. <laughs> I was going to say, if this gentleman wants you, he can look under the <laughs> snowdrifts of Vermont. Uh, tell him to bring a shovel and oh, uh, yeah, thank you. a dog oh, my sled. Goodness. Thank you, Aaron. A dog look, sled encompasses. He's, he's a fan. He's He's a fan. Don't get him going the other way, would you please? He's he's an alleged fan. Okay? He says you so, need more material. What kind of fan is he? I don't know. Maybe I should get in the in the comedy. Maybe I should get somebody to write me some jokes or something. But don't get him aggravated. See, this is why I live in I live in witness relocation in Vermont somewhere. Uh, whereabouts unknown? Is you that is that saying? is that what it's called, or is it just called uh, you got banned from? Los Angeles in the that studios too. here. That that too, and because I'm number one among prisoners, I, <laughs> that's you know, I not that's not something you should be bragging about. Yeah. Why not? If hey, if you're number one, you're number one. Dude, Aaron, come that, on, Arnie. Yeah. I'm Are, sure you're real popular in jail, Arnie. You oh, know what I'm saying? <laughs> Gosh, get passed around like passed around with some okay, smokes. Okay, you, you, you stopped yourself. When you stop yourself, don't go and continue. Then really stop yourself. All right, we got a busy show. I'm, I'm going to put an end to this. Okay, four chocolate milks. Oh, stop it. Put an end to it. You're the one that started. It. Aaron, lots to get to. Kawhi Apparently to the Raptors. Not. Where the heck did this start? Because during the week, I'm listening to this. I'm like, wait a minute. Wait, what happened to the Lakers? What happened to Philadelphia? What happened to all the other rumors out there? How did Toronto? And then you hear uh, that they want to go ahead and give up DeMar DeRozan. 
And I'm like, wow, you just signed him to the long-term deal. You're really going to go ahead and get rid of him. And when Kawhi leaves, you're going to get nothing for uh, for this guy. And he's under contract for five years. I, I don't know if he's untradeable, but any truth do you think of this? To, uh, Kawhi to the Raptors, they'd really well, do this? I was going to say, you asked me where it started. And where it really started yeah. was the day after Kawhi demanded a trade. Arnie Spanier came on, on our Fox Sports Radio and congratulated the Lakers on their 2019 NBA championship. And so that's yeah. where it started. Okay. Uh, and I can't believe you still have a job. They need to lock you up with your buddy there uh, for, for this terrible sports take that you've stuck with us for a <laughs> month now. But do, let me ask you, doesn't it make sense? Let me let me kind of lay it out, right? So for the Raptors, they've been on the cusp forever. I looked it up. Five straight seasons, 48-plus wins. They've won 50 games the last three years. They've been on the cusp. Yeah, but Can't, they had not gotten out of the first round in, what, nine out of ten years or something like that, or, or past the second round. Well, yeah, they haven't gotten past the second yeah. round, but there was some guy named LeBron in the East. So doesn't it kind of make sense to, to run it back one more time with this group and try and figure out, is this a team that can break through? Because next year is the year where the window is open, where Philly's still young, where Boston hasn't done it before, and if you're the Raptors, I don't know that you have to worry about what's gonna what's Kawhi gonna do in a year because you got to worry about the whole organization. I mean, to me, the time frames seem to kind of add up. I feel like the Raptors they got to push all the chips in the middle of this year, even more so than they have before because there's no LeBron. And then you worry about Kawhi, you worry about the whole team based on what happens in the regular season, or in the playoffs, excuse me, to me it makes a lot of sense. That's kind of where I was thinking this was going. No, it doesn't make sense to me in, in one aspect, because if, if DeMar DeRozan has no value, then I can understand that. But shouldn't he have some value? Weren't there people interested in him when he was a free agent and he decided to go back to Toronto anyway? Wasn't Couldn't they trade him and at least get some draft picks instead of, uh, I, I guess what's better, getting a couple of draft picks for the guy and some guy you don't want, or trying to go all in and win a championship and letting him leave and not getting those draft picks. What, what's the better deal there, Aaron? You might be right. Maybe it's, hey, let's go in. That's like saying, hey, you know what? Let's go for the home run. If we don't get it, we, you know, we're down by three runs. Uh, I don't know if I want to just go ahead and try to get the single. I, I don't know what's better here. Yeah, it's funny because DeMar DeRozan, I mean, it, it, my mom was in town last week for my birthday, still waiting for your Happy card. Happy birthday, by, by the way. I was say, still waiting for your card, but it's okay. Wow, but, wow. But it's you. in the mail. It's in the mail. Uh, okay. You have a lot of prison pen pals to uh, correspond wow, with. Wow, now you so, got to go back to that. No, 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 that was, that was what you brought up. But uh-huh. um, so, but we were watching Summer League at my house, and we were, and DeMar DeRozan came on the screen, and it said four-time All-Star. And my mom, who likes sports, said, how have I never heard of that guy and he's a four-time All-Star? But that doesn't that kind of speak to who DeMar DeRozan is? Like, he's the guy— or does that speak to more where Toronto is? I mean— I mean, when you think best players in the NBA, there's 24 All-Stars a year. Yeah, but, but he doesn't even have to be one of the best players if he was on a higher-profile team. If he was on the Lakers, uh, you would have heard of him, whether he was having a good season or bad season, or the New York Knicks, maybe. Or if he had put the Raptors on his back and taken them to the play, you know, deep into the playoffs the way that a guy that gets paid the way that he gets paid should do, then you would have heard from him as well. I will say, though, that was the one part of this whole Kawhi to the Raptors deal that didn't make sense. I do agree with you on that, Arnie, is you're you're re- you're really going to put all the chips in the middle for next season, and then you trade probably your most high-profile player outside of uh, who would be Kawhi Leonard. But then the other, the flip side of it is, what do we keep hearing with all of the other trade partners that the 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 Spurs, they want either draft picks, they want young players. Obviously, all the conversation that we've heard surrounding the Boston Celtics have not involved a veteran like Gordon Hayward. 
So that's the part that doesn't make sense to me. Not only would the Which Raptors— Which is too bad. That's who you should be getting rid of. Who, Gordon Hayward? Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. I mean, I've said from, from day one that I think it makes sense for the Celtics more so than for the 76ers. But, I, but, but the point being, though, this doesn't really jive. The, the DeMar DeRozan part, anyway, doesn't make sense for Toronto. And I don't know that it, it jives with what we're hearing out of San Antonio, which is that they want young players and draft picks. Who is pulling back more? The Spurs away from the Lakers saying, we don't want to deal with you because we know Kawhi wants to go there. We're going to shop around elsewhere. Or the Lakers pulling back from San Antonio saying, you know what? Fine. You want too much. We're not going to pay for it. We know in a year from now we're going to have him. So go ahead. Do what you want. We'll have him in a year. Who Who's going to win this war? Yeah, to me, it's the Lakers appear to be pulling back and just saying, look. We, I agree. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, doesn't it feel like they kind of look, whether we personally as as analysts and, and opinionists, whether we agree with what they're doing or not with all these veterans that can't shoot and we're going to be physical with the Warriors and we think we match up well with them, whether we agree with it or not, it is clear that they do have a game plan and it doesn't appear that they're willing to blow that game plan up uh, just to get Kawhi Leonard, trade away the whole organization, all their young players and draft picks. But I would also kind of counter, and I keep bringing it up, Arnie, and you can disagree if you want, it's fine. I don't think if you really want Kawhi, I think it is just so much of a risk to not go get him. Now, we had this same conversation with Paul George a year right. ago. Big you know, difference, though, between the two. What's that? Well, I mean, Kawhi obviously went to San Diego State. He's from the West Coast. He's from, what, Palmdale or wherever where did, he is. Where, did, he Paul said George, he, where did Paul George go to college? Well, I right, I understand that also, but you could see that all this guy wants to do. He sat out. He's going to threat out and uh, threaten to sit out this year also. Paul George didn't threat out the uh, threaten to sit out, did he? Uh no, no, I don't think so. But he made it clear. He said to the Pacers, "You can." He, he actually, I think, he's been more explicit. If you remember, he was saying to the Pacers, "Listen, I'm happy to play for you, but." I will not re-sign with this organization past next season. I am going to be a Laker. He kind of did the Carmelo and Denver thing a few years ago, which was basically like, look, you guys can do whatever you want, but I'm not going to be here beyond next season. And it was it was interesting to watch that whole thing unfold where I think even into these NBA playoffs, we watched the, the Oklahoma City Thunder get eliminated and we think, okay, Paul George, there's no way he's come back to the situation, and he does. I know Kawhi's a different cat. I get that. By the way, both of them are from the L.A. area. Both of them grew up Lakers fans. Both of them said that they want to be Lakers in a year. I understand they're different guys. I just think it's a big risk to assume that you're going to get Kawhi. Real quick, a tweet that says, I hope he does go to Toronto for a while. It would do his head a lot of good, and maybe the Raptors get over the hump during the playoffs. Think about it. You'll see the benefits. They're the team that need him the most and where he could shine, not the Lakers where he'll play second fiddle. Uh, I, I see that point. Yeah, he could probably be the star. Maybe he gets him over the hump to the championship uh, round because uh, to the NBA championship because the Eastern Conference is so weak. But he'll still be gone uh, in, in a year. He'll still be gone after one year. Aaron. Well, if they, if they make yeah. the finals, you think so? Yeah, I no. don't think. You make the finals. You're one step away. And like he didn't bend it. Wait, like he didn't win in San Antonio, and he's still leaving. But that's because he doesn't like Pop, though. Yeah, he doesn't, well, trust he doesn't like a lot of things. It's it's more than just Popovich at this point. I I promise you that it, it's more than that. Matter of fact, I want to talk a little bit about Jimmy Butler and uh, what's next for my New York Knicks and the Lakers. We'll get into both of that coming up next. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Arnie Spanier. This is Fox Sports Radio.
All right, this segment is brought to you by Granger, the products and services you need when you need them. Granger's got your back to help keep your facility running. Granger, for the ones who get it done. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Arnie Spanier. Great Saturday night. You know, uh, plenty of stuff to get to, even though some people think it's the slow time of year. Uh, I am, uh, Aaron, I am going to get to the Sager for some breaking news in just a minute. Uh, so we'll have that for you guys. But plus, also, a couple other things I want to get to because we were talking about the Lakers and Knicks. I wanted to touch just on Terrell Owens real quickly also because I, I think this is getting a little out of hand. This is starting to bother me a little bit. Matter of fact, I heard the comments by Michael Irvin who said that we can't spend this moment for all these other guys talking about the guy that's not here. You cannot do that and take that away. He's doing his own thing wherever. He's doing his own thing, and God bless him. And when they mention the class, they'll mention him. But why should you steal those other guys' moments because of the decision of this one? I think this is getting a little out of hand. I think people are really it's starting to get a lot of T.O. hate out there, Aaron. And, look, I'm, I'm for T.O. If he wants to go ahead, it's kind of like being a first-round selection. Uh, in football or basketball, they want you to go, uh, you know, to be in the green room or whatever, and you want to spend it with your family and friends. I understand he's a little upset. He may even regret this 10 years from now or five years from now or 20 years from now, but it's his decision. I don't see why everybody's getting up in arms and why the Football Hall of Fame and everybody's just ripping this guy. Yeah, no, I'm with you 100% on this, is that it, it just feels like one of these things that, I, by the way, I don't think the Hall or, or is doing it. No one's doing anybody any favors by continuing to keep this in the storylines, in the news. Obviously, it's clear Terrell Owens, for whatever reason, as you said, Arnie, doesn't feel like he wants to belong, that he wants to be there on that evening. I'm with Michael Irvin. This is a night to celebrate all of these guys, not just Terrell Owens. You can mention him. You can announce him as part of the class. But if he doesn't want to be there, you got to move on. It's exactly what you just said. It's a lot like the NBA NFL draft. If the guy's not in the green room, we don't get, you know we don't give the platform to to we don't spend time waiting for Adam Silver to not shake a guy's hand. We move on. We go to the video. We go to the next pick. This and that. Announce him announce, I don't know, maybe his, his accomplishments. But to me, I'm with you. I just think it, it's going on way too long. There's just too much of uh, there's just yeah, too much there's going on. There's a lot of hate this. also, though. What, what exactly did T.O. do uh, to, to bring on all this hate? I'm talking before he made the decision for the Hall of Fame. So he was a little outspoken. But other than that, I can't think of one bad thing that this guy's ever done on the field, off the field. Am I missing something here, Aaron? Is, has, he, has he been a bad guy? Has he said something super controversial? Has, has he made a derogatory remark about uh, no, sexes I mean, or women? or Nothing like that. No, and I mean, I, I don't remember all the details of, of – I mean, I remember the details of his career – the th- the slamming the ball on the star and the sit-ups in the driveway. Oh, and- right, which is the, the, the minuscule compared to what we have now. Oh, know? of course, no. And, and that's not even, that's nothing, so what, you know? Well, and the, the bigger question is, is that di- how did that affect the media and how they do their job? It's clear that there's some contention between him and the media, and obviously we know that it took a few years for him to get in, and he felt slighted, he felt like he should have been in right away. I don't know. Just to me, it's a bizarre story, and it people we just keep talking about it. Uh, Tos made his decision. The hall is moving on. I just don't know that it needs all of this wordplay. Although, I, you know, I see your point, Arnie. That that you know, why is there so much anger towards him? I guess it's maybe just because he's a. 
I don't even know what the right word is. He's just a different guy. I mean, one, he was very celebratory on the field, right. but then ever since then, it seems like he's kind of made some decisions. He maybe I don't know. I really don't know why people are so upset with him. But to me, this story just continues to drag on for no good reason. All right, uh, Aaron underscore Torres. I'm at uh, Stinking Genius One. I want to go out to Steve the Sager. A little breaking news on this Saturday night. What's going on out breaking there, the Well, in St. Louis, a news conference in the morning, but it is official. The Cardinals have fired manager Mike Matheny. They've named bench coach Mike Schilt as the interim skipper. They've also fired in St. Louis the hitting coach John Mabry and the assistant hitting coach Bill Miller. Uh This guy took over as manager with St. Louis Matheny, a former catcher there. In 2012, he started as skipper. First four years were great. The last two years, not as much. Remember, he took over for Tony La Russa right after they won the World Series in 2011. Matheny and his first year got to the NLCS lost a game seven to the Giants his second year got to the NLCS and won it against the Dodgers third year got to the NLCS and lost in five to the Giants and Madison Bumgarner they're about a 500 team this year the Cardinals after the loss at home tonight 8-2 to Cincinnati make it official they fire their skipper Mike Matheny to say that was there talk about this coming in in the St. Louis area or was this kind of a complete surprise nationally I could tell you there wasn't talk about it Although you always expect the Cardinals to do better than they have, what helps them, uh, what hurts them, I should say, in this division is that Milwaukee has been surprisingly good this year, and it's Milwaukee that's been battling the Cubs for first place in the NL Central, and I think the Cardinals feel, rightly so, we're still hanging around the 500 mark, and we're going to have to maybe pass two teams just to get in the playoffs. Yeah, this but they year. were actually—they were like four or five games over 500 just recently. They had started on a three or four game slide. Now, yeah, know? it's three in a row now, including yeah. the game tonight, I believe. But also since the hundred win season with Matheny in 2015. They were down to 86 wins, 83, and they're on pace for about 83 wins this year. Wow! All right, uh, Mike Matheny out as manager. Wow. Of these St. Louis Cardinals, Aaron. Wow. So, uh, yeah, he's been there since 2012. Uh, as the Sager said, his first four years really good. I was, I'm surprised about this. I had not expected this at all. I had not even heard rumblings. I don't know if they heard anything about this locally, but I had not heard about this. Yeah, it's one of those deals. I mean, the Cardinals are one of those organizations in pro sports. They have higher expectations than many. Yeah. Uh, obviously very supported within the community. But uh, as the Sager said, They've been kind of in a decline over the last couple of years. You know, it's but baseball's weird, right? Because like like Joe Torre, I mean, how many times was he fired before he ended up with the Yankees? And, right, and, right. And it's just one of those things where I just think you get your three, four year window. I mean, Buck Showalter was on top of the world how, with the how Orioles. About John Farrell with the with the with the Red Sox back to back ALEs titles and got fired. The and now yep. look at the the job uh, that he, uh, the core is doing right now. Well, that's what I was going to say too. Is yeah. you just I mean, it's just it's just one of those weird things where I just think uh, once it turns, it turns and. Look, I hate to say it, but I think it's a lot like the NBA where it's really about who are the guys you got and, and uh, you know, those kinds of things more than it is X's and O's and strategy and, and lineup changes and stuff like that. I mean, I, I kind of just alluded to it, but Buck Showalter two years ago had the Orioles in the playoffs. Now they have the worst record in baseball there, uh, 39 games out of first place, if this this uh, what I'm looking at is correct, which yeah. I, I feel like that's a, a pretty big hole to dig yourself out of. But look, Buck Showalter, respected guy. He's been with a bunch of different organizations. But I think this is how baseball is. You, you have uh, ups and downs, and, and I don't know how much of it really falls on a manager. I don't know how much you can do if you just don't have the guys. Nate tweets in, uh, hey, his whole career, T.O. made decisions on how 
uh, to gain the most fame after his uh, uh, after the ceremony, it could be all over for him. He's just milking it. So uh, he blames it on T.O. for uh, for keeping this up. I Look, uh, so what? Yeah, he's well, blaming it on T.O. or not. That That's well, not the point. He sees a lot of hatred out there. Well, I was going to say, and I will say this, is a lot of brash athletes do get this pushback, whether it's, I'm thinking of Chad Ochocinco, Johnny Manziel, uh, guy, and T.O. was that guy, like you said, Arnie, by today's standards, maybe what he was doing wasn't even that bad, but whether it was pulling out the Sharpie, whether it was the sit-ups in the driveway, whether it was the uh, smashing the, the the ball on the star, yeah. like like he did stuff that riled people up. I mean, look it. I mean, remember Randy Moss doing the fake mooning thing that was right. all the rage, and now Randy Moss is like one of the most respected guys in the media, so... I guess maybe that's just what it is, is that that a lot of fans, when you have a brash, outspoken athlete, whatever sport it is, uh, fans, I don't think, really like that. And specifically in the NFL, where they used to call it the No Fun League. Actually, I think T.O. was one of the guys that really pushed that narrative. Um, I just think maybe that's what it is, is he was just very outspoken, wasn't afraid to kind of uh, you know show some personality. But I think that rubbed a lot of people the wrong way, and I think it sticks with us all these years later. All right, paying off on the tees, I said, what's next for the Lakers or my New York Knicks? Everybody talking about Jimmy Butler. Um, is that guy still in the league? Because I remember what? when – I know, I'm He's kidding awesome. around a little bit. Because doesn't it seem like he disappeared ever since he went to Minnesota? Because when he was on Chicago, he was such a, a bigger name out there. I don't get excited when I hear about somebody like Jimmy Butler. Uh, I'm a Knicks fan. Uh, when I hear about Kyrie, that's where I start. And uh, I put my concentration into something like that. Am I wrong to just pass up on Jimmy Butler or what? I mean, I do think you're wrong. I mean, this is a guy that has been, I think, one of the more consistent players in the NBA over the last several years, four straight all-star appearances. I don't know that you can win a championship on his own, on his own, if he's the best player. I mean, we saw this year in Minnesota. Look, in Minnesota, they, he had an injury. There were a lot of young guys that had and never— there's some animosity there. Ooh. Is there not or what? I mean, if, you, if you're to believe the rumors, him and Carl Anthony Towns, Andrew wow. Wiggins do not get along. But by the way, isn't this kind of who Jimmy Butler is? I mean, remember when he was with the Bulls all those years ago and there was this big thing— not all these years ago, it was like two years ago, but right, right. Uh, you know, Derrick Rose would come back from injury and Derrick Rose thought it was his team and right, Jimmy Butler's right, like, no, right. it's my team. So, I look, but I, I listen. First of all, Arnie, you said at, for your Knicks. I mean, if any All Star caliber player wants to come to your Knicks from free agency, you should be uh, doing backflips over there, get the parade ready because uh, that is a major win for the Knicks. I mean, I guess Carmelo, uh, in theory, wanted to come a few years ago, but I think Butler's a more complete player. He's a good defender, uh, good scorer, obviously. And I think what has Knicks fans excited is the possibility of joining up with Kyrie. I mean, I don't know if you you saw the Instagram post the other day of of Jimmy Butler liked an Instagram post that said he and Kyrie should join a super team, but I think that's what have you, what should have you excited. Not just the possibility of Jimmy Butler, but I don't think he's going anywhere without bringing somebody else, and that somebody appears to be Kyrie. We'll get into IT. DeMarco retires. We'll touch on that a little bit also. Uh, but first, uh, DeSager, Mike Matheny out as manager. Of the St. Louis Cardinals since there since 2012, my friend. That is the breaking news. The Cards manager is done, and looking at the standings, the Cards have a record of 47 and 46. They're only a game and a half ahead of the Pirates for third place in the National League Central. Atop the NL Central for right now, the Cubs, who got great news today when the Brewers got swept in a doubleheader, 2-1 at Pittsburgh and then 6-2 at Pittsburgh. In the opener, Milwaukee gave up two solo homers in the first to lose that 2-1 final. 
final. And then Milwaukee gave up five solo homers in the nightcap against Pittsburgh. So the Cubs right now are in first place, a half game ahead of Milwaukee. So let's check on how the Cubs are doing in San Diego. They've taken the lead 3-2 over the Padres. Two home runs, including from Kyle Schwarber. He's 18th. He'll be in the home run derby Monday. The game's in the bottom of the fourth with the Padres hosting. Bay Bridge Series continuing in where else? The San Francisco Bay Area. The Giants take a 3-2 lead over the A's in the top of the fifth inning. And top of the eighth, the Rockies still shutting out Seattle 4 to nothing. The Angels homered in the tenth to beat the Dodgers and closer Kenley Jansen 5-4. to The Yankees got a 5-4 win at Cleveland, although Jose Ramirez of the Indians did it his 29th homer. That yep. ties him for the major league lead. The rest of his team, though, was 3-for-28 <laughs> at the plate tonight. and They lost to the Yankees, who are still three and a half games behind Boston for best overall record. Boston in ten innings beat Toronto 6-2 on a grand slam by Xander Bogarts. He had also scored the tying run in the bottom of the ninth. Tampa Bay got a 19-6 win at Minnesota. Arizona and Zach Granke beat Atlanta 3-0, which is bad news for the Dodgers because with their 10th inning loss, the Dodgers are back out of first place. Arizona's a half game up. Houston sent Detroit to a sixth straight loss, 9-1. to Online car shopping can be confusing. Not anymore. With True Price from True Car, now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Angelique Kerber swept Serena Williams in the huh? Wimbledon final. She's won three of the four majors now in these last wow. three years. Age 30 from Germany. Novak Djokovic completed his semifinal this morning with a five-set win over Ryan. Rafael Nadal. Belgium won the third place game at the World Cup 2-0 over England. The final is Sunday morning, France against Croatia on Fox TV, 11 a.m. Eastern time, Arnie. All right, thanks a lot. The Sega. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Easy to save 15% or more in car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or give them a call, 1-800-947-AUTO. And remember, the only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Uh, he's Aaron Torres. I'm Arnie Spanier. Um, remember when I told you last week, Aaron, that uh, what was an official sport in my world? I don't know if you remember that last uh, last week. I generally try to ignore as much that. of uh, as much as what you say as I can. I know so. that I said blackjack. Oh, the, okay. Yes. I know you lived in Vegas. Yes, I, I did live in Vegas. I see my buddy Charles Oakley. Not really my buddy, but Charles Oakley uh, had a little trouble out there in Vegas because they caught him allegedly. I'll say the word allegedly, even though I believe there was an arrest there, uh, cheating at the blackjack table by taking off $100 chips if he had a bad hand, but trying to stack $100 chips on if he had a good hand. And and if I could do that, that'd be a lot easier, wouldn't you think, or I, what? I was going to say, you have a theory, Arnie. I mean, you have a you have your own yes. uh, blackjack, uh, I don't know. I don't bust. That's my theory. People, people are laughing. I don't bust. I will hit on 12 so I, once in a while, but I won't hit on 13 or or uh, higher. I'm, I'm just staying all the time because. Wow. 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 Do you drive wow. like 25 in a 65 zone too or what? No, I'm just because you have zero chance of winning the hand if you bust. But at 13, I, at least I still have a chance of winning and maybe the dealer will bust. What makes you think that the dealer's hand, the bottom card, isn't as crappy as your hand is? You have no idea. What? I don't know. I mean, come on, Arnie. you got to live life me, in the th- fast lane a little bit. Trust me. This is why I'm banned from all the casinos in Vegas. Okay. This, 
You're, this so you, is why. you're not really welcome anywhere west of the Rockies, no, huh? No, because you're not, not welcome Angeles, in the Geico yeah. Fox Sports Studios. Yeah. Vegas doesn't want you. Charles Oakley used your theory, and now he's in jail. I mean, this is just not good. By the way, there was some monster dunk that just happened in the NBA yeah. Summer League. You still in the Summer League? I'm actually watching that, too, yeah. Yeah, it was pretty Memphis nice, in right? Utah. By the way, uh, speaking about not being wanted other than myself, uh, you know who else is not wanted? Ooh, who? I, Isaiah Thomas. Oh, you're right. One year, two million. Let me explain something to you. Uh, you know, I live up here in Vermont. I live up here in, live up here in the Northeast. Uh, we cover a lot of Boston stuff out here. My co-host locally up here in Vermont, as we were talking about the Celtics last year, uh, or when excuse me, when when uh, when he had a uh, 27 points a game, wanted to give him the max contract, like a four year, 120 million dollar extension. Now he signs a one-year, $2 million extension. I Look, I knew he was going to fall. I didn't know he'd fall that hard. That's crazy. Yeah, you, uh, it, part of me feels bad for him. I mean, obviously the tens of millions of dollars that he lost. But part of me is also like, wasn't he only in that position because of Brad Stevens? Like, the more that we, we, we learn, one, Brad Stevens is an unbelievable coach. But I was thinking about it today. Isaiah Thomas, almost in a perfect situation. He comes to the Celtics when they're in that the middle of that rebuild post-Kevin Garnett, post-Paul Pierce. They're accumulating all these assets. He kind of has the ball in his hands. He can do whatever he wants. And, oh, by the way, he's playing for a great coach. He has the two best years of his career. And so uh, I'm not saying this is a market correction because it's just so little money. Right. But I feel like he was in line to get a deal that also wasn't indicative of his uh, talents, if that makes sense. Well, yeah, huh? and you got to remember that. Well, that year that he averaged twenty-seven, you, it's, as we maybe you mentioned, but he played it with his sister's death. I mean, imagine that happened in the playoffs, though. I like, know, I'm, though, not, I'm it, not trying to downplay it, but I mean, you know, I I don't continue. I didn't mean to. Cut well, you off. To just to, well, the, the, I mean to overcome that, to do that, he became a fan favorite right away. I was surprised they didn't want to make him an offer, but I think he backed Boston away by saying you're going to back up the Brinks truck to me. You know what I'm saying? Once you're starting with that thing, it's kind of like Kawhi saying, I want to go to the Lakers. Once you start saying stuff like that, you can't take it back. There's well, there's no taking that back, Aaron. But if he was good enough, I mean, don't you think they would have? I mean, isn't that part of this is that if he was – first of all, if he was good enough, Comments like that don't matter. I mean, I don't. I can't think of anybody specifically off the top of my head saying something like that. But I'm sure we've seen plenty of commentary like that. But then the other thing is, if he's that good, you don't trade him. Period. Now you can argue that he was injured, this that. But the, Kyrie obviously had some injury questions as well. And so to me, if he was that good of a player, you don't move him because he's the cornerstone of your franchise. I think that they kind of saw that they got the absolute most out of him. I mean, all right, let me ask you, because you guys talk about it every day up there, yeah. but wasn't there already talk, uh, like kind of like going into last year's playoffs or the middle of last year when he's having this incredible season, people were talking about him as an MVP candidate, and wasn't there already talk of this idea that can you really make him the face of your organization? Can you really pay him max money? Is he really a guy that can put an organization on your back? Because I feel like these conversations were happening even before he got hurt. Well, and, and there was talk about that, and the answer was no. That's why I said I was, and then you're talking about the year before, and that's why I said I would trade him because I'm not giving him the max contract, not at 5'7". And yep. remember, he had been bounced around a little bit also. Look, he was a scorer, but he's not really what the Celtics needed. The Celtics are more about team ball. Sure. So, But I'm still surprised it was only a one-year, $2 million deal. I thought he could have certainly gotten a lot more somewhere else. I, I didn't know there was yeah. you know, such uh, no market for him. But by the way, can I just say, 
he has not, that's not the worst decision ever made. He's only losing out on $100 million. You know that, don't you? So what do you mean that's not the worst decision? Well, and you know, uh, what is it, Nerland's Noel, he lost out on what, about $80 million, correct? Yeah, I mean, there's... That, that, that's still not the worst. What's the worst? Did you you see that story about a uh, long time ago, I don't know if you remember him, Spencer Haywood, the longtime Seattle Supersonic, do you remember him? I do, yeah. I got one better than this, by the way, but finish. Oh, I don't know if you're going to have one better than this. I got one better than this. I'm 100% All right, positive. Well, the but... Sager's going to love this one. Uh, Spencer Haywood had two choices. He could take $100,000 up front, okay. or he could take 10% stake in Nike. This was back in the 1970s uh, or 80s, I believe. Um, he took the $100,000. Okay. By the way, his, his 10% in Nike would be worth now $8.62 okay. billion. $8.62 billion. That sounds good. Do I, can you believe that I got one better than you? I can't believe that. I can't believe that. Do you know who Ronald Wayne is? No. Of I? course you don't. You know why you don't know who he is? Why? Because back on April 1st, 1976, he started a little company called Apple with <laughs> Steve Jobs and Steve Wozniak and yeah. Robert Wayne. Yeah. Uh, he sold his share of the company back to Jobs and Wozniak for $800. No! And later accepted 1500 to forfeit any claims against Apple in the future. According to Wikipedia, Ouch. as of May 4th, if he had kept his 10% stake in Apple... It would be worth $93 billion. Oh. Ronald Wayne, what are you wow. doing? That's a, you did beat me. You I did know. not me. Did you know that story? It's 100% no, I true. I did not. Yeah. I'm a little bit of a, I'm a, little bit of a, a, I don't know, I like to read. And so I was reading Steve Jobs' biography, and there was a mention of this Ronald Wayne guy who bought out of the company. I guess he was, my understanding was, without just reading his Wikipedia, Wikipedia yeah. page verbatim, is uh, he had previously had some investments that didn't go well, right. and I think he was just at the point in his life where he said, "I can't get into another startup. I don't. I, I you know, I got to get something stable." Sold his shares uh, of Apple, I guess, for eight hundred bucks. I didn't know that part. Ninety-three wow. billion dollars he would be worth today. By the way, Matthew tweets in, "You're 100 percent right, Arnie, about blackjack. Can't win if you bust." I thought I was the only one who did that. I had some interesting and heated arguments with people at the blackjack table. All right, we got to come back. We'll speak to DeSager. He'll tell you I'm right about the blackjack table, and he'll also tell you I'm right about Spencer Haywood. So we have all that coming back right here on Fox Sports Radio. Really? The Arnie song is so much better than the Aaron song. Hey, Arnie. First of all, the song's awesome. Second of all, can I give you a second update on our friend Ronald Wayne real quick? Yeah, well, I'll tell you, what does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes can save you 15% or more in car insurance? That means you probably should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. All right, so Ronald Wayne, right? We established on the front end, one of the three founders of Apple Mm. sold out of the company for $800 uh, and later accepted $1,500 to forfeit any claims against the company. As of May 2018, he would have been worth $93 billion. Wow. That feels pretty bad, okay? How about this, though? You, you dig a little deeper on this Wikipedia page. How about this? In the early 1990s, Wayne sold the original Apple company agreement for $500. Whew. In 2011, the same contract was sold at auction for $1.6 million. This guy can't catch a break. He's a bad businessman. He is. He not? I feel bad for him.
First the Sager, thing, did you like the Spencer Haywood story too, or yes, what? Yes, yes. I heard somebody mention that on the air this week. I do not recall ever hearing either of these two stories. Actually, I, I, I was going to say it. I had never heard the Spencer Haywood story either. So that was uh, that one was a good one, Arnie. Not what as good as Ronald. That was no, not of course not. There you go, uh, Mike Mathiede. Out. What else is going on? Yeah, Cardinals manager officially fired tonight. We have the celebrity golf tournament going right now. Now at the top, Tony Romo's third place going to the final round. Tomorrow. Wow, he is a good golfer. He's a very good athlete he against other. Soccer. Athletes, yes, he's very good. He plays soccer too and basketball, and I think he does some announcing part time. Wow! Former pitcher Mark Mulder is usually good. You know, at this. we're close, me and, and Tony. Yeah, I'm sure he's going to call as well. Mulder well, in went, second well, place. I have, do you know I have him on my phone calling into my show? <laughs> okay, yeah, all right. Thank I you. Do. We, totally, we heard the clip. Oh it was many years ago, and you were working in Dallas, which is like seven jobs ago for you. Wow. Maybe eight. Wow. The Ronald Wayne of uh, sports radio. The- <laughs> wow. <laughs> With no money involved. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the NHL's Joe Pavelski is leading the golf. But really, what you want to know is who's near the bottom. The bottom three at the Celebrity Golf this weekend. In 90th place out of 92 golfers. Charles Barkley. Al Michaels. Oh, oh Wow. wow. I thought he plays a lot. Uh, former NFLer DeMarcus Ware at 91, and at 92nd dead last is Charles Barkley. Yeah, I saw that. He still hasn't <laughs> got that swing straight. Yeah, We've got the baseball all-star game on Fox TV Tuesday night from D.C. Washington, D.C. opened a brand-new soccer stadium tonight for D.C. United, and they they had accidents. Let's just say that a chunk of metal fell on a member of the Ouch. broadcast team before the game, and she wasn't able to work the sideline because of the injury. A reporter, Aaron Hawksworth, reported from the ABC affiliate there that the woman, Lindsay Simpson, was hit by a railing and was being treated by medics. I have seen photos of since taped-up railings at the new soccer stadium in D.C. tonight. Not a good start to the new place, let's just say that. Wow, that's horrible. Dodgers-Angels last weekend was not only the national game on Fox Saturday night, it was the national game on ESPN with Sunday Night Baseball. The ratings... Saturday night on Fox, 2.2 million. Sunday night, 1.4 million for Sunday night rating. But superb L.A. ratings just for that market. It was the best regular season baseball ratings for the last decade. So I'm guessing they got pretty good numbers for that 10-inning Angel-Dodger game tonight that was shown in this part Uh, of the country. My Dodgers back on top. Exactly why they're not in first place anymore. Your Dodgers. They were briefly in first. This is a team that a couple months ago was nine games out. They were alone in first for the first time a day ago, and now they're back out of first place. A half game back of Arizona, which won its game 3 nothing at Atlanta today. Braves suddenly have lost 8 out of 10. And I must mention with the All-Star game coming Tuesday, Wilson Ramos, Rays catcher, was going to start but hurt his hamstring today. He's out. Salvador Perez has moved up to the starter again. Cleveland's Jan Gomes was added to the AL roster, and they announced it as he was walking up to the plate to bat in the bottom of the ninth in a one-run game against the Yankees. (laughs) Thanks a lot. Make him stop. The crowds cheer, and then he has to bat against Aroldis Chapman and struck out Yankee win (laughs) 5-4. Congratulations to Jan Gomes. Wow. Belgium won the third-place game at the 
World yep. Cup, and the final is on Fox TV. France against Croatia, 11 a.m. Eastern. All right. Thanks a lot to Sager. Wow, that was a quick first hour. Uh, I want to get into the LeBron mural, Aaron, when we get back to start off hour number two. Definitely uh, some thoughts on that. And what's wrong with Laker fans? They uh, disgust the heck out of me. Aaron underscore Torres. I'm at Stinking Genius One right here on Fox Sports Radio. All right, good evening, everyone. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more in car insurance. What do you got to do? Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. He's Aaron Torres at the Fox Sports, the Geico Fox Sports Studios, the L.A. Studios. I'm Arnie Spanier at the Fox Sports, Geico Fox Sports East Coast Studios out here in Vermont, my friend. When are you going to come out and visit me, by the way? Well, my parents live in Connecticut, so in theory, I could come see you when I see them. Uh, I don't know if I'd make the drive, though. Yeah, I mean, could you meet me in the middle? Maybe we go out in Boston. <laughs> meet have, you in the middle. Yeah, yeah. come on. I mean, I'm not, I mean, come on. I, I don't. First of all, I don't own a dog sled, so I don't know that I could get to where you are. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, so yeah, I don't. I don't know that I can get to under the snowdrifts where you I are. I feel so isolated out here. I want you really? to know that. Yeah, I really do. I, I'm so far, but I like it that way. And you know what I love is there are a lot of New Yorkers here, a lot of people from Boston I can make fun of. Okay. Uh, so a lot of people from Philadelphia. Uh, so I, I get a good mix of people that I could go ahead and tease really? uh, during the course of the season. Yeah, I w- a good melting pot here. I was going to say, I wouldn't think of Vermont as a melting pot type place. I would think oh, of yeah. it more as you kind of are born there and you just kind of hang out there. Until- wow. No, no. There's a, there's a little bit of, of melting pot there. So people are- willingly move there? Yes. People do. Well, okay. now they're paying you like $10,000 to move here. Oh, is that really true? Yeah, that is true. That's a, a ten or twenty thousand. I'm not even sure how, the amount. Wait, for real? They pay you? Yeah. That? Like, does yeah. it does it go towards a down payment on a house, or how does that work? No, they, it's cash. Wow. Yeah. Above or board, check, and everything? I guess. I I don't know if it's cash or check. I guess so. Were you involved in that? Did you get no, like, no? Get... But they say if you want to move out here, they will give you. Uh, I, you have to Google it. Ten or twenty thousand. I don't remember how much it is, but. Uh, why are you interested in coming out now for the money or what? I mean, listen, we can, yeah. you know, everyone's got a price, right? Yeah. Let's see Every, what, yeah. let, call, ha, talk to the governor. I'm sure he's not doing much over there. I mean, what is there to really, what do you guys got to, what, what, what are you worrying about on governor a Saturday Governor Scott, I've had him on my show locally a couple of times. Well, Great listen, guy. you get yeah. him, have him call me, see what he's got to offer, yeah. and let's see if we can c- c- some kind of, come to some kind of deal. We'll get the, yeah. the Geico East Coast Studios going, Burlington, go. Vermont. Let's go. That's, that's what I want to hear. Uh, we'll have our picks later on this hour. First, though, I want to go to Eminem. Moore and Mike Matheny uh, being tossed out as manager of the St. Louis Cardinals. Now, I've been getting a lot of tweets about people saying, well, he didn't handle the bullpen well, or he didn't do this well. Or it's deeper than that. It's- I know that, or, or they're only one game above 500, but... As you mentioned, it is deeper than that. Yes, it's deeper than that. So uh, the Athletics' Mark Saxon, who writes for uh, he's uh, he covers the St. Louis Cardinals for the Athletics. So he re- released a report, and basically what it was detailing is that Mike Matheny was kind of like using Bud Norris, who's their closer. A uh, veteran closer for them has been pitching in baseball for a long time. He was sort of deploying him as kind of a hall monitor, or kind of like, like, sort of like it's kind of like hazing, like when you're in a fraternity for like this one of their uh, rookie pitchers, Jordan Hicks. Okay. And uh, apparently, this was described. Uh, Norris was mercilessly, quote, mercilessly riding Hicks all season, and just uh, so they wanted. Uh, they basically uh, want this guy wasn't really a big fan of it, and he didn't really uh, agree with it. So you get down to the point, and I'm reading some of this story, and basically he's not a big fan, Hicks, 
and uh, it's maybe just one of those un- one of thi- one of those things where young players just like you know, hey, I, I don't like it. So and the so- young wait wait let me let me so the young guy didn't like getting um, hazed right. by the veteran is what's right. going on right pretty much yeah so okay. basically the manager was trying to toughen up the rookie exactly. through the veteran yeah and then so basically he's uh, asked uh, about. Uh, uh, if Hicks uh, will uh, like, there's a quote in this story that I read. Will uh, Hicks someday look back on fondly and appreciate it in hindsight? And Matheny's quote: "This is like cited in a Deadspin story that sort of summarizes the article." Matheny says, "Probably not," and he uh, admitted with a chuckle. But Bud's going to continue to do what he thinks is right as a veteran, so you respect that. And then scrolling down even further, uh, this is the big one where uh, Mike Matheny in this story said, quote, I think the game has progressively gotten a little softer. Man, it had some teeth not that long ago. That's the money quote right there. Was he talking about the game in general, that these rookies can't take the hazing, and that's what right, that Right, up. and can't take the, the rigors of the game and just like... Yeah. It, like well- like, let, me, let me let me just could I I just let me jump in here for a second. If Mike Matheny's you know defending hazing or that the players nowadays are a little bit softer, I, two different things here. First of all, I'm not for hazing. That was a long time ago. That was a barbaric way. Uh, you know, you had too many morons out there that took it way too far. Uh, now we're in a different time. This is 2018. You you don't haze your teammates, especially when you want them to play well. They don't need that in their mind. You know, like, what's he going to do to me now? Okay, that's the first thing. That, that, that's, that's old school. Now, as for Matheny saying, you know, it used to have some teeth and, and, and the game's a lot softer now or the players are a lot softer, I, I don't know if they're a lot softer or, <laughs> right. you know, maybe obviously things have changed. But I know back in, and I hate to sound like old guy with shaking my uh, mm-hmm. fist at the sky, Aaron, but... You know, back in the day, they played a little bit longer. They didn't have the, uh, you know, the special planes and all that stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, real quick on that. I, so I do like to me. I will say this about baseball: is I find it harder. Like, like I do think the second part. I agree with you on the first part. Hazing, whatever. I think we all can agree. Right. Uh, but, but maybe by the way, and we don't know all the context of what's going on in the locker room. Maybe the manager just feels like it needs to be toughened up a little bit. I mean, there's different ways to do it. But uh, you know, if that's what he thinks as a leader is best. But as far as the um, the game getting soft, I mean, isn't it kind of getting a little soft when a guy has a no hitter in the fifth inning and he's thrown sixty five pitches, and the manager pulls him because the the metrics say that this is what you're supposed to do? Like, like I don't I don't want to be old guy uh, is shaking my right. fist either. But I mean, there's not too many Justin Verlanders in the sport yeah. anymore that are just like, give me the ball. I, I, you know, you're not taking me out, and and part of it is I don't think the the players or the demeanor of some of the players has changed as much as the the data backs up this concept that you're supposed to do things a certain way. You're supposed to be by the numbers. I do agree with that part if that's what he was trying to get to. Well, here here's the other part yeah, of it, guys. So back to this uh, this kid Hicks. Apparently, uh, he was briefly sent down to a minor league camp in the spring. Uh, for what was termed as chronic lateness, so that's why I think Bud Norris was put onto uh, onto this uh, this kid. And then basically another part of this story that I found really interesting, uh, he w- Norris was also kind of deployed by Mathenius, kind of like a snitch. So like he would, so yeah. like things that he would find out in the locker room, he'd go back to Matheny and disclose him. Uh, and and Matheny said he'd get regular updates. 
and, and basically that he invited Bud Norris into doing that. So there's so it's not so it's not so much like it's the fact that the veteran players and the younger players there's there's this disconnect and and especially in a major league baseball clubhouse where there's so many different you've got 25 guys in there there's so many different personalities in a dugout which is why i think a team like the astros that won the world series last year a lot of their guys were young and right. they kind of came up together like when you have the the uh like you have a, a older veteran who's come through it a different way and it's kind of enforcing it in the locker room, and now you've got these guys who are snitching. I don't, I don't know if you're making. I don't. I don't know if you're making an excuse for them or not. For no, crying out I, 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 I'm not. I'm not making an excuse. I'm just. I'm just saying that the reason it's clear to me that the reason why he got fired is this locker room got, and this this clubhouse got so out of control because he's having his veteran closer snitch on one of his one of his top prospects, one of his it, hot young arms, and that and that's not good for the clubhouse no, for a guy. Yeah, well, I'm sorry, but here's what you're missing here, though. He, Mike Matheny liked that Bud Norris was being a, a blank, and this was in the headline. No, that to too, his that too, that too. Yeah, no, that's that, a, that's, that's the. the- that's the uh, that's the part right. of it, like the quotes in the story, like saying the t- obviously saying the game has gotten softer. That he's endorsing is obviously yes. That's the bigger bigger that's issue. The bigger issue. That's why Matheny today doesn't have a job. And the fact that he's saying that players are softer or that uh, because of what's going on with the hazing, this guy's coming from a place that doesn't. There's no place for baseball with that type of barbaric thinking. So he's also me, a former, he's also a former yeah, player ahead, too. Let me let me Aaron, ask you a yeah. question though. If we're, if we're going to sit here and say that, listen, we can agree hazing, if there's physical harm, mental harm, whatever, obviously we're in a heightened place with mental health awareness. Absolutely. But if we're going to sit here and say that the old school doesn't work, then why are we still freaking out that Bryce Harper didn't run out a routine ground ball last night. Well, why hustle, do we still? Why do we still freak out when Dan a guy hustle, flips his I'll, bat right. after a home run? I mean, you can't have it both ways. No, two if different you, things, though. Hustle, I don't think it is. Can, can't hustle be the new way and the old way? Why all of a sudden the new way you don't have to hustle anymore? No, it's n- it's not that. But to freak out about it and act as if he broke some unbelievably uh, this code. That is so sanctimonious. Like to me, it happens. Guys are frustrated. Bryce Harper is going through the biggest funk of his career right now. He's mad. He crushed a ball off the bat. It went to the wrong place, right to the shortstop, and it was an easy routine play. So my whole thing is like, but we in the media, and maybe not you, maybe not me, Arnie, but like everyone's for. Oh, he didn't run it out. Well, and- I would have crushed him. Yeah, you for the money I'm paying you, the least you could do is run out a ground so then, ball, double play with first and second. So you don't. So you don't think it's hypocritical to Why? to crush Mike? No, no, no. Do you, you don't think do you it's find you that on the wait, wait? Do you find that in the same class as hazing? Though that that as you mentioned, difference between mental health and hazing and running out a ground ball. He deserves. To be ripped when you don't hustle and give your best effort, don't you? Eh, I don't know. I mean, it's a it's 162 games, 500 plus at bats. He's going through the biggest slump in his career. He's batting 214 as of coming into today. Um, he's obviously a guy that's got a lot of weight on his shoulders. The team's not playing well. He's playing for the contract that's going to change his life and his family's life. Like I don't know. To me, that's not a big deal. And I think, but but I do think that to me is a new school way of looking at things. And I, I think it, I do find kind of a correlation between me having no problem with that, 
but then this Mike Matheny thing of, you know, oh, he's he's too old school and you can't put too much pressure on the kid and you can't push around the kid and you can't have the veterans kind of kind of try and toughen him up. Like, to me, I do think they correlate, and I do think that if you're going to say, like, Mike Matheny's too old school and you got to come into the new age, that's fine, but then I think we got to come into the new age on Bryce Harper and when Jose Bautista flips his bat. I know Jose Bautista isn't even in baseball anymore, but when a guy flips his bat, to me it's the same thing. Like, you're either kind of with the current times or you're not to me. You know, uh, I, I went ahead and mentioned John Farrell, and he won back-to-back AL East titles with the Boston Red Sox. He was fired because he was not a player's manager, so-called, you know, uh, sucking up to the players. Uh, you know, he was a little rough on them. He'd ride them a little bit. That was the doom of him, and that was after back-to-back AL East titles, yeah. and they still got uh, got rid of him. I don't know if the players can't respond to somebody like that or uh, if those are the old days or maybe you've got to change with the times. Maybe we've got to change with the times. Yeah. Maybe the, you know, I'm going to yell and scream. And Did you see that um, that coach in the LeVar Ball League that yeah, yelled at one I of his players, head-butted him, and I don't know, gave him a push in the chest or something like that? Yeah, it's really interesting, and I think like the sport that I cover primarily, college basketball, I think we're seeing a lot of that now where a lot like in the NBA, the players are empowered and there's this kind of old-school approach of a guy should be there for four years and that that coach that expects his players to be there four years – that guy's dying out like the dinosaurs on Jurassic Park yeah. here because like like you know that's not the world we live in and I find you know as I as I get to know these coaches and I have some of them on my podcast and all that kind of stuff the guys that are having success are kind of the new school guys they embrace kind of the current culture you only want to be here one year let's do everything we can to put you in a position to get drafted um and so I do think there's a divide but I do agree with you Arnie is I think it's really interesting trying to find that middle ground because I, I, I just mentioned this thing that's going on in baseball right now where we see all these pitching changes and all of a sudden a guy, uh, he gets uh, he's in the middle of a no-hitter and he gets pulled. And it's the weird thing to me where I want to be old school and say, let that guy finish what he started. But part of me is also like, man, if you have analytics and data to back up that this isn't the right decision, it's hard for me to argue against that. So it's a weird confluence, but I feel like we're seeing it in a lot of sports, but even more so in baseball. You could tweet him at Eric underscore Torres. I'm at stinking genius one. You did what to the mural? Oh my goodness. We'll have our thoughts on that right here. Coming up next on Fox Sports Radio. Wow. I want to tell everybody at Lowe's, save 5% on every purchase every day when you use your Lowe's business credit account. That's 5% on all purchases in-store or online, subject to credit approval, U.S. only. Good evening, everyone. He's Aaron Torres, Aaron underscore Torres. I'm Arnie Spanier, or stink, at stinking genius one, if you want to go ahead and send us a tweet, like Daryl did, which anytime you I rip disagree. Eminem, I'll definitely got to go to that first. Uh, is your partner saying Bryce Harper's under a lot of stress, so it's okay not to hustle? Listen. Where, where are we today, Arnie? It's okay to dog it if you're stressed out about millions and slumping maybe you should show some hustle and you won't suck and the money will come this is wow thank you okay. daryl bravo so, so right, wait, Darryl, wait, how is, how is no, that ripping me it's ripping me yeah is it ripping, but Darryl, you? Is it ripping yeah. you aaron yeah first of all your listening comprehension isn't that good arnie because uh wow. you know i i spent the whole segment making that point apparently daryl's uh listening comprehension isn't that good too but Dar- i still agree with him daryl i'll slow it down for you he's frustrated He's emotional. 
It happens. Guys get emotional in every sport when they struggle. A basketball player will slam the ball on the ground when he's frustrated. Steph Curry will throw his mouth guard when he's frustrated. It happens. We shouldn't freak out. He didn't run out one ground ball out of 500 to 600 at-bats over the course of the season. It's not a big deal. That's all. Shouldn't he? So you mean they shouldn't even have talked to him is what you're saying. Don't talk. To, you don't want to hurt his feelings. It's the millennial time. You can't, uh, oh, can't upset the millennials. It always right? comes back to the millennials, Arnie. Right? No. I mean, look, you can ask him the question if, if you deem it necessary. Ask him. Wait. I'm going to. Uh, excuse me. That, that's, guys, that's, um, that's what happened in the post-game locker room. Could I? Um, no, I mean, like the manager. I mean, should the manager not have a talk with him? Should the manager said, um, can you maybe run maybe a little faster when there's runners on first and second and one out? Just just in case maybe the first baseman drops it or it goes past the first baseman? Just, Listen, is that okay that I asked that or no? The uh, Washington Nationals are currently in third place, six and a half games Oh, so, okay, so it's okay to dog it. You no, got me. No, no, no. That's not, I mean, if you let me okay. finish my sentence. Go ahead. But I doubt it. If, they're, <laughs> if they're, they're 47 and 48. Yeah. I think they got bigger problems than Bryce Harper running out of ground ball. And I will say this, though, is that you said, does the, what does the manager do? Well, he said, look, I talked to Bryce after the game, and he said, honestly, it's behind us. And that's how I think it should be for the rest of us. It's not a story. It's not a big deal. And if we're going to live in this new world where uh, baseball has evolved into the 21st century, then I don't think we should make a big deal about the unwritten rules and the fact that, oh, my goodness, Bryce Harper, one time out of 600 plate appearances – did not run fast down first baseline. Yeah, but we would say that about anybody that didn't hustle, especially when they're a big-time so. I mean, star. Don't, don't, don't you think it's because it's Bryce Harper? Like with LeBron, like LeBron does stuff that, like, like and I've said this a hundred times, but Steph Curry throws a mouth guard, it hits a fan, right. nobody cares. If LeBron right. did that, oh my oh, God, it wow. would lead. Lock him up, jail time, jail yes, time. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, if Francisco Lindor didn't uh, sprint down the first baseline. I don't even know who's in Major League Baseball anymore. But if uh, if Francisco Lindor didn't run down the first baseline, or Hunter Renfro, who's currently at the plate for the uh, San Diego Padres, I don't think we'd be making a big deal about it, and I don't think we should for Bryce Harper either. All right. Uh, Aaron underscore Torres. I'm at Stinking Genius 1. Um, I know everybody's been talking about the LeBron mural. They've taken the mural down. I don't think I've ever seen, I, I, I don't know if I should call him a mural terrorist or what, but I, I've never seen where a whole, not a whole city, but the majority of the city would love to have that mural up, yet you had to take it down for probably a select hand few, like a couple of hundred, or am I wrong? Is this a, is this a bigger thing than I'm making about it, Aaron? Uh, it's weird. First of all, I saw this thing where the, the muralist or the, the artist, I guess muralist isn't a word. So, uh, no, that, but that, that's okay. Go with that it. one's on me. It's okay. okay. Um, but no, I, I think that where I saw where there was actually like a bounty on Twitter where somebody, I guess they were probably either a big Kobe fan or a little bit of a weirdo, probably both. I mean, maybe those two things go hand in hand. I don't know. Um, but he was actually putting out a, a monetary amount I will pay you X amount of dollars if you deface this uh, this right, mural. Right, it was three hundred dollars. Yep. Right, and then somebody actually showed themselves doing it. I don't know if yeah, they ever got I mean, them. But I but mean, it's ridiculous, though. You can, you can't keep this thing safe. I, I I don't understand how you have just a few people, or maybe there's a lot of people that have resentment toward LeBron. I, I still don't understand that. Yeah, I don't think it's that many. I mean, listen, and and when we were talking before the show about where where do we go with this story. Look, I just think it's a bunch of idiots. Do you know? And the idiots are the very small sample size here. Right. Right. And 
first of all, living in L.A., I think 99% of the city, or maybe that's a little bit too high, 96%, whatever, is really excited about having a LeBron here. Now, uh, I don't know that he did himself the best PR this week by not showing up to the pizza party that he was throwing. Oh, gosh, you make a big, you're not going to make a big thing about Bryce Harper. You should make a, that's nothing, you know. Uh, what? No. For the pizza thing is something? Well, I mean, he went on Twitter and said, I've never been, I haven't been to a pizza party in years. Think I'm going to throw one tomorrow. Then he put up a bunch of emojis. Then he didn't yeah, but show that, up. That's his company, though. That's his thing, right? Yeah, but he was trying to get people in his stores. But I, and listen, the point being is that I am with you in the general kind of concept of what are Lakers fans doing? This guy just got here. He is the best thing that has happened to this organization in five years, six years, maybe since they won their last title uh, in 2010. What do you do? Why are you doing this to upset this guy or to at the very least not make him feel welcome? I'm with you. It's a weird thing for Lakers fans to do, even if you're a Kobe fan, even if you're uh, whatever. Even if you, you got to put the mural back up, I'm going to tell you why. Because okay. now that you suppose somebody starts defacing the Shaq statue or something like that, are you going to take that down now? I mean, well, you know, where's it going to end here? Well, there's a what is the theory, the broken window theory, that if you see if if somebody sees one broken window, the kind of concept is that people think that it's okay to break the other ones and so you got to fix the broken window right away or you start within 24 hours there will be more broken windows i swear this is a real theory i'm not making this up it's what? a terrible analogy i'll google it in the yeah. uh, in the break here but um the point being is that i'm with you uh, i mean i don't know if you got to put it back up but i do think it doesn't speak well to lakers fans the fact that they defaced this thing not once but twice all right, I, I gotta get. We're getting a bunch on the uh, on the tweet on tweet. So uh, if you want to go ahead and send it in, Aaron underscore Torres. I'm at Stinking Genius One. Like Steve says, Stinking Genius. Have you ever had a bad day at work or made a small mistake, Arnie? Come on, man. Yes, yep. that's my you know, guy right there. I, I want to say that when 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 I when I have the boss call me up and said, "Yeah, you had a bad show today." I'm going to say, "Come on, man. You ever have a bad show?" Come on, man. You ever make a small mistake? How far is that going to go if I talk like that to the boss? How far am I going to well, last there? But that's not me? what he did, though. The Come man, on, the, man. The manager. Yes. First of all, I'd love to see you. Uh, you don't have enough hair to flip back like Bryce Harper, yeah. unfortunately. <laughs> but, uh, but no, I mean, but I was going to say is that, but that's not what happened, though. The manager said that he sat down with Bryce Harper. But what if, hypothetically, uh, you had a bad show and you walked out of the studio, you have a long talk with the boss, and then TMZ's cameras are there and saying, Arnie, what happened today? What did, what'd you do? What were you thinking? Come on, man. Yeah. That's what I would say. Well, uh, Daryl's ripping you like crazy. It's okay. This this it's isn't okay. the first time this has happened with Bryce. Ask Matt Williams. Maybe your partner which uh, that talks sports for a living should watch some more. Bryce has done this more than just once. Come on, Torres, or whatever the hell your name is. Uh, so go ahead and answer that one. There you go. Um, he is still the best thing that's ever happened to that organization, and they are lucky to have him. And when he is not there next year, I'm pretty sure they would gladly take one uh, non-sprinting down the first baseline a year to have and keep Bryce Harper. If that's what it's going to take, you know, it's kind of like LeBron, right? Like, like LeBron's a pain in the butt to deal with on a day-to-day basis, and he does all the weird stuff, and he sends out those weird tweets, and what does it mean? And he likes this Instagram picture, and he's got this music in the background. But at the end of the day, your team is still better with LeBron than without him. And so to me, I think it's like anybody else. You, you, you weigh the risks and rewards. If this was the backup catcher that it makes five plate appearances a year, then I think then you sit down and you say, 
dude, are you trying to stick here or what? Like, you got to do the little things to stick. I think if you're Bryce Harper, um, you have a bad day. Like you said, Arnie, you have a bad day at work. He's frustrated. I just don't think that we need to make a big deal about it because wow. on one – listen, how many times a year on in basketball we see it hundreds of – we see it dozens of times in a game that a guy uh, has a, makes a dumb play on the offensive end of the court, maybe a turnover, something like that, and he doesn't hustle back on defense. We don't talk about it every time that Kevin Love doesn't hustle back on defense or LeBron or Rajon Rondo or whoever. So why are we going to talk about it in baseball? I don't get it. Oh, my goodness. Go ahead. The give tweets me. are coming in like crazy. We'll get to that. Uh, is LeBron more about basketball or more about Hollywood? We'll touch on that also. And I may have to block Peter. Oh, my goodness. When he tweeted in, oh, my goodness. We'll get to that also. First, though, DeSager, tell me what's happening out there, my friend. Now, first off, the thing on broken windows is absolutely a theory. It's been oh, around for a very long time. Oh, okay. oh, I found that. I found it. When Unchecked, it leads to disorder in the community. Thank you, DeSager. Yes. I'm glad we're livening this place up with some smarts around here, the two of us. <laughs> we do have two late ball games to report on. The Bay Bridge Series continuing in San Francisco. The A's lead 4-3 over the Giants at the end of 7. And the first place Chicago Cubs are holding on to a 5-4 lead in the A's at San Diego. They're a half game up on Milwaukee in first, the Cubs are, because the Brewers dropped a double header at Pittsburgh today. St. Louis lost at home 8-2 to Cincinnati tonight, blew a 2-1 lead they had going to the seventh, and the Cardinals after the game fired manager Mike Matheny. The team is 47-46, and and the Cards play a five-game series at the Cubs right after the All-Star break. Yankees beat Cleveland 5-4. The Angels homered in the tenth for a 5-4 win over the Dodgers. Colorado and Baltimore got wins. Online Car shopping can be confusing. Not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Angelique Kerber swept Serena Williams in the Wimbledon final today, 6-3-6-3. It took only 65 minutes. Serena was seeded 25th this year, having played just three tournaments in the last 16 months. She made the semis at Wimbledon without playing anyone in the top 50. There were so many upsets in this year's tourney. Novak Djokovic completed his semifinal with a five-set win over Rafael Nadal, 10-8 in the fifth. That was stopped after three sets last night due to curfew. The men's final is Sunday morning our time. Djokovic against Kevin Anderson, the guy who won his semi on Friday, 26-24 in the mm. fifth set in a match that went about six and a half hours. Belgium Ridiculous. Won. <laughs> yeah, how about a tiebreaker in the Ridiculous. fifth set? Just a thought, like the U.S. Open does. Belgium won the third-place game at the World Cup, 2 nothing over England. It's best-ever finish at a World Cup. The final is Sunday morning, France against Croatia, 11 a.m. Eastern time on Fox TV. Croatia, a surprising 6-0 in the tournament. France in the final for the third time out of the last six World Cups. And France today celebrated Bastille Day. It is a holiday weekend there. NASCAR win tonight for Martin Truex Jr. Boxing victory for Manny Pacquiao, seventh round TKO. And guys, finally, we have NBA news and plenty of it. The Bulls signed forward Jabari Parker, reportedly <laughs> one year plus an option. It could be a $40 million a $40 million dollars there. He is from Chicago. Milwaukee drafted him number two overall. All in 2014 from Duke. He averaged 15 points a game, went on the court in his four years with Milwaukee. And the Nets signed guard Shabazz Napier, according to ESPN. He averaged nine points a game with Portland last season. Cleveland gave forward Channing Fry a one-year deal. And they're down to the quarterfinals at the Summer League in Vegas. Colin Sexton, rookie lottery pick from Cleveland. 
He, well, was 5 of 17, but 17 points, and the Cavs go to 4-1 and one for the Summer League. Raptors got an overtime win. Raleigh Alkins, University of Arizona, with the tie-breaking yep. three with about 30 seconds left in the OT. Celtics got a win to advance to meet number 2 seed Portland. Pistons got a victory, and they'll face top-seeded Lakers. And in the late game at Vegas tonight, Memphis won 92-86 over Utah. From Michigan State, Jaron Jackson Jr., seven block shots for Memphis in 24 minutes. The seven blocks apparently ties a Vegas record for one game. Back to you. All right. Thanks, Dr. Sager. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Remember now, easy to save 15% or more in car insurance with Geico. Just go to geico.com or give them a call, 1-800-947-AUTO. And remember, the only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Um, We were talking about Bryce Harper not uh, running that ball out, uh, just kind of not hustling out there. Peter uh, tweets on him, uh, stick a genius. Players are taught not to hustle every ground ball in which they have no chance. I, I that I, I'm gonna have to block him for that, Aaron. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna have to block Peter for that that take out there. Well, I will say though, like I like you said, Steve asked if you've ever had a bad day at work uh, or made a small mistake. You make Never. many big mistakes uh, pretty yeah. much every episode. So, uh, so I'm with Steve on that one. By the way, broken windows theory. I got to put this out there criminology theory that visible signs of crime, antisocial behavior, and civil disorder create an urban environment that encourages further crime and disorder, including serious crime. So actually, Arnie, you cited a very famous sociological study when you said that by defacing the LeBron mural, if you allow that to stay as is, it's going to encourage people to do other stuff to other prominent things. So basically, you're a brilliant sociologist. Well, I'm smart, and I don't even know what the hell I said, but I'm smart. Also, I've done a lot of Googling today, and you are right, by the way. Under a bill, uh, we were talking about Vermont, that you get $10,000. It's for remote workers. I mean, I work from home basically most of the time. You get $10,000 to move to Vermont. Now, I couldn't be that close to you, so I don't think I'll do it. Uh, but yeah, anyone looking for a little extra cash if you move to Vermont? No, don't, don't don't come this way, please. Yeah, don't, I, that's okay. That's listen, okay. you don't want anything to do with Arnie. I mean, listen, that guy was that, the guy from the top of the show was behind bars, uh, which was the safest place you can be uh, with Arnie. And right, yeah. exactly. Well, we are number one among prisoners. Here's one ripping news. So let me hit the like button. Let's and do it. it. Let's. What was it? Uh, it says here? Wow! Did Aaron just admit that there's a sports media double standard when it comes to baseball's biggest star and media outrage about lack of hustle? Then Aaron wants to act like people should be upset at LeBron for Pizzagate. Uh, Pizzagate? Ooh. Question mark there. Uh, which is the point I brought up, and I I totally agree with him. To be honest with you, Aaron, I and I know you disagree with that, but he's bringing up some good points. Well, I think uh, LeBron was more of a PR thing. I mean, LeBron, because here's the thing, right? So Bryce Harper gets all upset. Bryce Harper's upset. He grounds out, whatever. LeBron actively went on social media and said, hey, pizza party tomorrow at Blaze. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about going. You guys should go. And then he didn't show up. And by the way, it's his own company. It's money in his pocket when people show up at his company. I'm just saying, I, I listen, I, I certainly think that there is a bigger... Uh, stories are bigger when LeBron is involved, when Bryce Harper is involved, when Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady is involved. Uh, but I just think that in the case of LeBron, I do think that it was just bad PR. Like I don't think anyone should, uh, like, I don't know, I don't think we should boo LeBron because he didn't show up to a pizza party. I just didn't think it was the best PR he could have pulled uh, oh when he goodness. first came to the city. Yeah. Oh, my I went goodness. there, Arnie. I went there, Arnie. Woo! 
Arnie, uh, Ryan, if you, Ryan from Earth says when you hit a hard ground ball in the infield, you bust your butt down the first baseline every time. Let me ask you, if you coach uh, a peewee baseball, do you tell the kids that are 8, 9, and 10, hey, if the ball looks like it's going to be caught, don't run so hard. That's okay. You don't need the hustle. I, that's that's what we're doing here, right? That's what if we're... they had six hundred. <laughs> if they had six hundred at bats in the course of the season, which by the way, <laughs> I, I, I would never volunteer. Some, do, though. Some kids do. That. I was going to say I would never volunteer for anything that involved me having to uh, coach a, a kid for 162 games. But if over 162 games, one time they didn't <laughs> hustle. I don't know that I'd be that mad, not any more mad again than when a Kevin, I don't know why I keep using Kevin Love, but when an NBA player doesn't hustle back on defense. I mean, is that not the same analogy? Um, not really. Why? But that's, that's okay. Why? Well, I'll tell you one second, though, because I want to go to Eminem, who has more stories on Eminem. So what's, what's going on there, <laughs> Well, Eminem? okay, so back to the Mike. You like that? Mike, 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 Nicely done. Nicely done. That's, probably, this, that's, probably, the best thing you, that's probably the best thing you've done the entire show. Wow. We're, almost, we're almost two hours in. So, wow. Um, so Mark Saxon, as we cited his story, um, he, he was responding to a tweet from Bernie Mikulix, who was citing these right. quotes, and he, Bernie Mikulix was saying, I'm surprised that the Cardinals fired Matheny. So Mark Saxon quote retweets this and says, I agree. I talked to both Mike and John Mazalak, who's the Cardinals GM at length today and didn't see this coming, at least not today. I went to discuss the story from a few days ago and Mike was very soft spoken and kind about it. So like <sighs> the whole, the whole, the whole thing that's coming out right now about the, they're not, the organization is not happy with the quotes in Mark Saxon's story. Is news to Mark Saxon, right. so this is this is even more interesting. Yeah. Another layer to this whole thing. I I and I said uh, when the Sager gave us the news, I go, I didn't hear about this nationally. I didn't even know. Look, I, we we knew the Cardinals were going through a, a little bit of a tough time, um, but I never occurred to me. By the way, Matheny, I, I was looking at the stats. He has a better win percentage than Whitey Herzog had, um, and and um, and and I believe Tories. So I'm I'm really not sure. Something must have triggered this, and I think I've got to believe the rumors, Aaron, of what's going on out there, you know? Yeah, and I thought Eminem brought up a good point, is in any sport, when you lose the locker room, and it sounds like Mike Matheny, first of all, he may have upset the front office with some of his very public comments, but when you lose the locker room, when there is a divide in the locker room, and it's clear that from all these reports, their sides are being taken. You're either with the young guys or you're with the vets, and by the way, the the report that Bud Norris might have been basically, for lack of a better term, a snitch, you know, kind of a guy that's going to Mike Matheny, it's really hard uh, to get out of that once that starts to happen, especially, by the way, in a sport where you're in the locker room, you're in the clubhouse every single day for about eight months straight, 162 games plus uh, plus spring training. So to me... I don't know. I just feel like once that happens, it's bad news. And whatever is the version of the truth that's accurate, uh, it seems like it was kind of uh, something that couldn't be fixed anymore. I, by the way, I said Whitey and Joe Torre. I meant to say Whitey and, and Tony LaRussa. Yeah, I was wondering uh, about that. Who, uh, but he still had a better percentage of both those also and also Torre. So uh, I'll tell you what, we'll come back. we got to get to our picks. Any last stories you want to get to? All that's coming up next. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Marty Spanier. This is Fox Sports Radio. Oh, come on. Come on. This song rules. It's horrible. This is the greatest song ever. Really? Unbelievable. Um, We're going to get to our picks in just a second. Aaron Torres, you wanted to bring this up before the show started because you were all wigged out about 
There's only one blockbuster left in the world now, right? That's that's it. You were all worked well, out about that. I thought. I mean, I thought we should have a moment of silence for blockbuster. I wow. mean, it was the uh, preeminent. It was, yeah. It was yeah. like. I mean, I can't even. I'm trying to think of something comparable, but I mean, Tower come, Records. Come on, make it a blockbuster night. That was pretty. That was pretty universal. Well, what about Tower Records? That when you go buy your records and. Yeah. And your cassette tapes and your eight tracks and yeah. all that? You no. don't know what I'm talking eight about. Eight tracks. Wow. That's wrong. Forget about that. So Can I uh, yeah. can I can I by the way one more thing on remember we were talking about the biggest uh missed opportunities in life? Yeah. Yeah. So I had one sent to me during uh one of our breaks. I'll try to make this as brief as possible. Nineteen ninety eight I'm told that John Elway was offered a ten percent stake in the Broncos for fifteen million. Oh yeah. And he could have picked up another ten in yes. exchange for giving up deferred money. Yes. So according to uh, JT Busco on t- Twitter, shout out to JT Busco, he basically, not you know, nobody's feeling bad for John Elway, but he lost $400 million by taking $36 million up wow. front. Well, that's so. still not in the billions like the other, no. like Spencer Haywood, you know what I mean? Yeah, Spencer Haywood, yeah. probably. Wow. And, and that was over $100,000. I know, yeah, 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 yeah. But it's interesting, though. It's it's, it's interesting these, these situations people find themselves in. And uh, shout out to our guy, Ronald, uh, whatever his name was, that gave up whatever it was, $490 billion wow. or whatever it was. Wow. Wow. I, I give us a little music, uh, Raider Ryan. Put us in the mood. We got to get to our picks. Uh, obviously, it's slim pickings out there, no pun intended. Uh, I'll start. I'm going to go with France, 3 2 over Croatia for no reason whatsoever, but I've been red hot on my, uh, on my uh, World Cup. <laughs> oh, have there. you been red hot? Or are you like I giving don't know out if free I have, picks? But nobody can tell the difference anyway. So exactly. Yeah. Uh, I will go France, too. It seems like they're playing well. I mean, I don't know. But yeah, Croatia, feel good story. Don't think they're going to win tomorrow. Are you a tennis guy? Or are you watching the tennis? I like tennis. I'm a I'm a pro. When I used to live in Connecticut, I used to go to the U.S. Open every once, like once every couple of years. So I'm a big tennis I, guy. I'm going to take Djokovic over the uh, the guy that played for like uh, ten days. You know, Kevin well, Anderson or whatever his name is. I'm taking. I'm, I'm going to go against him because he's all tired after that. But that don't long forget, match. Djokovic had to play into today though. So I guess it was yesterday there. So I'm going to take Kevin Anderson. This is the guy that beat Roger Federer. He's hot. I'm all in on Kevin Anderson tomorrow. I'm taking the AL in the All-Star game. Um, the National League, I mean, geez, I was looking at the rosters. They're not going to win this. I know the American League is like a slight favorite, but if I was going to put some dineros on it, I'm going with the American League on this one. I am going with Home Run Derby. Listen, my guy Bryce Harper, I am the only man in America defending him. Not a big deal that he did not run out that grounder yesterday. I am all in on Bryce Harper. I defend him, uh, and he is going to win the Derby and prove all the haters like you are any wrong. I, I yeah, was I looking, said I'm it. looking at the matchups right now. Other than Bryce Harper, I could care less about anybody else. What about Reese Hoskins or Rice Hoskins? Yeah, I, I, I mean, really, I, I, I'm, I'm starting to lose interest in the home run derby. Just, just looking at everybody out there. By the way, Kawhi will be a Laker. <laughs> will be a Laker. I'm sticking with that. Wow. By the time we get on next week. Okay. What What happens if he's not on next week? If he's not a Laker by this time next week, then what? Well, then I'll say he'll be on the following week. Uh, yeah, he sure will. Yeah. Come on, you got to. Until he gets traded to another team, I'm still going to say he's going to be a Laker. Okay, and I'm still going to tell you you're wrong, Arnie, but it's okay.
They still let you on air for some strange reason. I don't yes, know why. Yes, exactly. By the way, cut up after us. Straight out of Vegas with the guys, R.J. Bell and Steve Cofield. They'll give you a, a Vegas perspective of what's happened in the world of sports. Uh, you know, I once bet. I used to, when I was living out in Vegas and I was a degenerate and uh, I wasn't married and I had a, a mustache and a ponytail. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I was looking good. I was just. Bryce Harper. Oh, I was just looking good. I would bet like tennis matches and stuff like that. I mean, I wouldn't make a difference. Just well, get me some action, you know? I was telling Eminem, so uh, Darren Rovell from ESPN, uh, he, I guess, made like the first wager in New Jersey. Like he tweeted about it today. Oh, wow. But, but something about. Uh, it was like the first wager in New Jersey by a non-politician. Because, you know, the politicians do it for show. Right. But he right. chose to bet on summer league basketball. Oh. That's what he bet on. He went to the Jersey Sportsbook and bet on summer league basketball. And I think he was a loser uh, because you never bet on summer league basketball. It doesn't seem I was like going to yell at the Sager for giving us the scores of summer league basketball. Oh, no. People are betting on it. You can do it in Jersey now. I've been on college baseball. Is that as bad or worse? When, when, not this series. No, no, a while ago though. Yeah, I, uh, I can't wait till. When are you guys going to get legal sports gambling in Vermont? Do you know? We have it. I don't know how long it will take in Vermont, but we have it in uh, New Jersey, and I think we'll have it in New York. Uh, So I'm not. I'm on the border of New York. Well, yeah, I can't wait till it's to California. I just want to get up on a Saturday, like throw fifty bucks on the, uh, you know, Texas Tech over or something like that. Just have a good old time. We don't have time to get to this. Uh, the uh, players, and I'm talking about in all the sports, are very upset. Not upset, but we're having a conference about what this is going to mean for them uh, because there's a lot of hatred toward them when it comes to fantasy football. But well, we don't have time for that. We'll maybe get into that next week. i got to thank the crew. Thanks to Eminem, Raider Ryan, and to Sager on the update. Uh, we'll get coming up next straight out of Vegas with our buddies R.J. Bell and Steve Cofield. A Vegas perspective. Thanks to Aaron Torres. My partner, good job today. Quick show, and thanks to you guys. They're coming up next right here on Fox Sports Radio. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.